is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and abnormal uterine bleeding is a very common cause of concern for women. Evaluation of abnormal uterine bleeding is important, as it could be a symptom of something very serious. Dr. Thomas Ruiz, OBGYN physician with Memorial Care Medical Group, is here to talk with us about what women should know about abnormal uterine bleeding, from causes and symptoms to treatment options. Welcome, Dr. Ruiz. Good morning. Can you tell us, uh, in a nutshell, what is abnormal uterine bleeding? Abnormal uterine bleeding is any bleeding that can occur outside a woman's normal menstrual cycle, as well as problems with heavier-than-usual menstrual cycle bleeding. That's very concise. I appreciate that. Now, what are some of the causes of abnormal uterine bleeding? The most, there are two age groups that it typically happens. One is in teenagers, where they haven't established their proper hormonal access because their body is maturing. And then the other age group is women in their 40s, where, again, you can start to have various issues ranging from hormones to uh, non-cancerous tumors. Are you talking fibroid tumors? Yes, uh, fibroid tumors, and then there's another disorder that is called adenomyosis, which is changes in the muscle wall of the uterus that will lead to very heavy, painful bleeding. Got it. Now, what are some of the causes of all of this abnormal uterine bleeding? Well, in terms, the easiest one is to deal with is the most common is actually has to do with hormones. Your ovaries aren't in sync with the lining of your uterus. So the lining of your uterus kind of gets thick and an egg doesn't come out in a nutshell. And then the, the lining of the uterus starts to break off and bleed very heavily and irregularly. That's a problem we usually fix with some kind of hormone treatment. Now, tumors like fibroids, um, we don't know what causes them. They're usually non-cancerous and they take up space in the uterus and can make the uterus very, very large. And that will often cause heavy, irregular periods at irregular intervals. And there are, there are several treatments for those. And the same issue with adenomyosis, only adenomyosis is just very, very heavy bleeding. Got it. What are some of the symptoms that women suffer? They will... Some women will suffer premenstrual cramping and heavy menstrual bleeding with passages of large clots. Some of the pain will radiate to the lower back. Some women will also have pain radiating um, down to the front of the thighs. Uh, depending on the size of the problem, some women will even have pain when they have uh, sexual relations. Not fun in any case. So how is abnormal uterine bleeding diagnosed, doctor? It first starts with an office visit and a thorough history from your provider. Once we get a history, we will do a physical examination to assess the size and the mobility of the uterus. Um, and it may also incorporate ordering studies such as pelvic ultrasound, 
for a pelvic MRI if we suspect uh, some kind of large tumor. So we've been through the symptoms, the diagnosis. Now to the good part. What are some of the treatment options available for women? Now, the, it all depends, of course, on what turns out, if there's a tumor or not. But most of the time, we can use very conservative methods of treatment, something as simple as putting um, a patient on birth control pills. We also have progesterone-only intrauterine devices, which work very well to slow down the flow of bleeding and make periods very light and at very um, and at prolonged intervals. Tell me more um, about have, the tell me more about the procedure of um, you know inserting that. The, that is a very simple office procedure. An IUD is a very small device with a small amount of progesterone. It's done at the time of a regular office visit, and it takes me about two to three minutes to insert it into the uterus, and it'll typically have full effect after about three months. And will the woman feel it? She will feel a little bit of cramping when we put it in, but if a woman has a tendency towards having discomfort, we can also give a local anesthetic to the cervix to help block some of the cramping while inserting. But most women don't need any uh, medication, and afterwards they may take Tylenol or Advil for the cramping. So what you're saying is a woman could have really, really terrible symptoms and on her lunch hour get many of them solved in three minutes. That is true. That is great news for a lot of women, and I hope a lot of them are listening right now. Now, the birth control, tell me how they can control the bleeding for women. Well, birth control is really good for women whose ovaries and brain and uterus isn't quite in sync hormonally. So they their abnormal bleeding is what I would call a cycle that's out of sync. And what the birth control pills do is they provide hormones in the pill form to help control and regulate the woman's bleeding. After about three months, again, you will you should get very good cycle control with considerably lighter blood flow and less cramping than they would have otherwise had. There must be an emotional bonus as well. Um, there is, in terms of predictability. It is, when a woman is on a birth control pill, she knows exactly when her period is going to arrive, and she can also expect that she's not going to be quite as uncomfortable prior to the start of the period or during the period. So it makes it very easy to plan your life around something that is very regularly scheduled, big, as opposed to not knowing when it's going to be coming. It's a big sigh of relief for sure. Yeah. What, what else should our audience know about abnormal uterine bleeding? Well, in a woman above the age of 40, abnormal uterine bleeding can be a sign of an early cancer. So we will often do something called an endometrial biopsy to make sure that you don't have an early cancer. Um, some of the treatments, if the uterus is too big, um, you can't just put an IUD in, but we have minimally invasive operative techniques, such as hysteroscopy with endometrial ablation, or if the uterus is 
so big that ultimately we decide with the patient hysterectomy is the best treatment. Most of the time, we can remove the uterus um, with an outpatient hysterectomy using either robot-assisted laparoscopy or straight-stick laparoscopy. And that is a pretty minimal downtime afterward. It, it is. Most of my patients after these hysterectomies are feeling pretty good after about two weeks. 90% of my patients do not spend the night in the, the hospital. They go home the same day of surgery. And depending on what type of work you do, you're typically ready to get back to work in two to four weeks. And the uh, surgical scars are very small. And tell us a little bit about the ablation pro- process. Yeah, the ablation process, You, we have a special telescope that we insert into um, the uterus. We eva- I evaluate the lining of the uterus. If everything looks um, relatively normal, um, if there's a small fibroid, I can take it out, and then we can put in either a device which uses radio energy, or you can use um, hot water, and that'll basically burn the lining of the uterus so that um, 75 percent of women won't have periods after the procedure, and then you will have another 15 to 20 percent of women whose periods will be significantly lighter. So endometrial ablation is ideal for a woman who doesn't have a lot of downtime. Um, The recovery is anywhere from one to three days, and again, it's an outpatient surgical procedure with a high success rate. Certainly worth uh, trying if if you're having these really severe complications and problems and pains. There are many, many more options these days for women than, uh, you know, total hysterectomy, which used to be a major thing in, you know, a couple of months of your life back in the day. It's that, you know, that is, you know, that is very true. And we still have, you know, for women who qualify, you know, vaginal hysterectomies, which the hysterectomy removes through the vagina, without any kind of abdominal scar, which some women may opt for. Again, that recovery is going to be about two to four weeks with a one-day hospital stay. Well, thank you so much for the good news, Dr. Ruiz, and for coming on our show today and teaching us so much. We really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. For more info or to hear a podcast of this show, go to memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. That's it for me, Deborah Howell. Thank you so much for listening, and have yourself a fantastic day.